0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen all over the world. Welcome to a brand new episode of Prime Talk with Rodimus Prime. I am yours truly, the one and only Rodimus Prime, here on this Monday night, September 6, 2021. I hope everybody had a wonderful Labor Day. Uh, If you had a day off work like I did, I'm, I'm sure that was nice to get some rest and stuff like that. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I didn't do too much, it rained a little bit in my neck of the woods, but luckily, and I hope all of you were safe, I was safe, you, hopefully you were safe, hope everybody around the world was safe on this Labor Day, but anyway, on tonight's show, I'm here to talk about uh, the G1 Climax, which got announced, and um, some NFL, yes, the NFL is back. They are deeming this as the biggest season ever. A lot went down during this offseason. All that stuff, the draft and whatnot, a lot, a lot, a lot went down during this offseason. I will say first, um, my goal was to give some all-out previews, some predictions, if you will. Unfortunately, that was not to happen. Um, Just had a lot going on, you know. With work and stuff. So I was not able to give my predictions for All Out. But All Out was a great show. It is arguably the pay-per-view of the year, hands down. If not the pay-per-view of the year. There were a lot of things that happened. A lot went down. Some surprises. I will give my review on that. So I will definitely do that. Plus my week one college football review. So I will be doing a lot within the next few days as far as this podcast is concerned. So if I didn't give you my preview, my predictions or whatever you want to call them for AEW All Out this past Sunday, which was last night, my sincerest apologies. But like I said, it was an awesome show. I will give my full review of AEW All Out within the next day or two. So be, So stay tuned for that. Um, some college football stuff. Um, There were some interesting games, some upsets. We're already into week one, and there have been some upsets, some injuries. Some key players from some schools will not be playing. So, uh, yeah, I'll be talking about a lot uh, when it comes to college football as I give my review on that as well. But let's talk about, excuse me, some New Japan Pro Wrestling. All right, let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. They had their Wrestle, Wrestle Grand Slam show. I'll also be giving a review on that. I haven't checked that out yet. I heard it was an awesome two nights as well. But speaking of nights, they did announce during the Wrestle Grand Slam show, I think it was night one, where Wrestle Kingdom 16 next year will be happening three nights. Yes, you heard me correct. Three nights. New Japan Pro Wrestling is celebrating 50 years next year. They are celebrating their 50th anniversary in a big way. Wrestle Kingdom 16 will be three nights, January 4th and 5th in the Tokyo Dome and January 8th at Yokohama Arena. I know that's a lot. I will be tuning in. So, you know, this is the first time ever they've done three nights. So it'll be very interesting to see how all that shapes out between now and then. We're a few months away from that. But they also announced on night two. The G1 Climax, the 31st annual G1 Climax tournament. And I got to tell you, the field, from what I saw, the lineup, if you will, is definitely stacked. They got some real heavy hitters for this G1 Climax. Me, personally, I think A is a little better than the B block. But both blocks are very solid, very stacked, if you will. I will uh, run down the blocks both A Block and B Block, if you will. So let's just get right into it. Uh, the G1 Climates will be happening on September 18th, and the finals will be on October 21st. Representing the A Block, however, uh, you have Kode Ibushi, who won it last year. I don't see him three-peating this year. Uh, Tamahiro Ishii, Toro Yano, Shingo Takagi, the IWGP Heavyweight Champion of the World, Tetsuya Naito, Zack Sabre Jr., The Great Okan, Kenta, Tangaloa, and Yujiro Takahashi. Representing the B Block, you have Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada, Haruki Goto, Yoshihashi, Sonada, Taichi, Tama Tonga, Evil Jeff Cobb, and Chase Owens. So like I said, you got a real stat card, or a real stat lineup, I'm sorry, for the G1 Climax. You got some heavy hitters, you got some underdogs, if you will. If you were to ask me who I think will win the G1 climax, or who I should I say, who do you if you were to ask me who I think will get to the finals? Well, here's my pick. Representing the A block, I see Shingo Takagi, who is the champion. And representing the B block, I'm gonna say Tai Chi. At first looking at this, I thought this was gonna be an all-lij affair. Shingo versus Sonata, that'd be cool, but you know what? I'm going to play devil's advocate with the B block. I think Tai Chi will win B block and I think he'll face Shingo Takagi. And I see Shingo Takagi winning and choosing his opponent. And my dark horse in this tournament, I'm going to say my dark horse is the great O'Con. Now he's been around for, for some time now representing the Uni- the United empire. I think they'll do well, but in my opinion, I really think that, uh, The Great Ocon is going to be the dark horse of this tournament. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. So again, the finals. I pick Shingo representing A block, and B block will be represented by Tai Chi. With um, Shingo winning the whole thing. Now let's talk about some NFL. The NFL season kicks off this Thursday. We got a big game on Thursday. The defending Super Bowl champ, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by none other than the goat of all quarterbacks, Tom Brady, entering his twenty-second season. This man is unstoppable. <laughs> this man is unstoppable, ladies and gentlemen. And they will be taking on the Dallas Cowboys, led by Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott and the rest of that crew. Now, Z, um, Dak, he has been dealing with some injuries off season. With his shoulder and his ankle, we all know the injury he had last season. Hopefully, he will be at 100% come Thursday, because you know the defense is going to be loaded. You know they're going to um, target. You know they're going to try to target the shoulder and the ankle. Now, I'm not saying I hope they injure him. I don't want to see that get injured. He's dealt with enough injuries as it is. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is. Dak will have targets on his back. He will have a target on him. The defense will be loaded. They will try to shut down the offensive line of the Dallas Cowboys. But, uh, you know, let's just go ahead and get into predictions here. That being said, you know, Dallas is going to, they're they're going to, um they're going to come out ready to play. You know, they're going to want to play hard. They want to get their first win of the year. But I don't see that happening. Now, earlier today, Zach Martin, who is the starting guard for the Dallas Cowboys, he tested positive for COVID, so he will not be playing in Thursday's game. That being said, I think this will be a good game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that is. And I see them blowing out the Dallas Cowboys by 25. I got the final score being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning 42-17. You know, they're going to be down some people. You know, they're, Dallas is going to play hard no matter what. But with this game being the first game of the year, you know, everybody's trying to get their feet wet and get adjusted and stuff. I don't see them winning this game. I think the Dallas Cowboys will fall flat on their faces and lose 42-17 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sunday, we got a big lineup full of games. Um, So let's just go ahead and start with the Philadelphia Eagles being led by Jalen Hurts taking on the Atlanta Falcons with Matt Ryan. You know, I don't see neither one of these two teams doing much this year, especially the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they have they <laughs> they definitely had quite the season last year. That being said, um I think Atlanta will win. I think Atlanta will get their first win at home, you know, it's the home opener. I'm going to say Atlanta wins 24 to 10 against Philadelphia. Like I said, I don't see Philadelphia doing much. So Atlanta is my pick next we have a good matchup i think this will be a uh i want to say a sleeper matchup but i could be overreacting here the pittsburgh Steelers is being led by the uh how old is he now 37 38 year old ben brothless on his last leg if you will and they will take on josh allen and the buffalo bills i think this could be a real competitive game here i think this game will uh It will definitely tell who's ready to play and who. It will definitely tell who was ready to play and who wasn't ready to play, if you will. That being said, I think uh, both offenses will put up numbers. I think both quarterbacks will put up numbers. I think both defenses will show up. But I see Buffalo winning. I'm going to take Buffalo in this one. I'm going to say Buffalo wins 27 20 over Pittsburgh. Next, we have. Minnesota taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati is another team who clearly is not going to do much. They will be led by second year quarterback Joe Burrow. Unfortunately, got injured last year during his rookie season, but he'll look to come back and be better than ever. As far as the Minnesota Vikings go, they are the Minnesota Vikings. So it's not much to say there, but I think they'll play well. Therefore, I see them destroying. I take that back. I see them dominating the Cincinnati Bengals. 33-13. Minnesota is my pick. Next we have the San Francisco 49ers taking on uh, Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff, who got traded earlier this year for uh, Matt Stafford. so It'll be a new adjustment for Goff. Um, That being said, it'll be very interesting to see how he does with a new team same way with Matt Stafford. I'll talk more about him later. But with that being said, I'm going to actually take the 49ers over the Lions. I think Detroit I think they uh I think they'll have some miscues. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. I think they'll have some miscues. San Fran, I think they'll have some miscues, but not as bad as Detroit though. I mean, Detroit is I mean, it's the Lions. I mean, look who we're talking about here. That being said, I'm going to take san francisco over detroit 28 to 7 san francisco is my pick because you know bosa you know he's coming back that defense is definitely going to be loaded so detroit's in for a long day san francisco is my pick there next we have the the tennessee titans at home against the arizona cardinals um derrick henry I feel you know I really wanted him on my fantasy teams, but for some reason I couldn't get him, and I'm super upset right now. For every for those of you who are playing fantasy football this year, I really wanted him on my team. That being said, um, he's definitely going to be putting up numbers this year. He is one of the best running backs in the game, uh, arguably the most underrated running back. I'm probably exaggerating also on that, but you know he once he gets that ball in his hand and he gets you some he gets you some yards down the field. I mean it's it's pretty much over with. That being said, Tennessee, I think they'll I think they'll come out strong against Arizona. Arizona, you know they're a they're a young team led by uh, Kyler Murray. They got on defense. They got uh, J.J. Watt. I couldn't think of his name at at the time jj watt he is now the newest addition on the defense i think he can uh get some tackles in but even with him on the defense i don't see him i don't see him the offensive line of the arizona cardinals i don't see them picking up a victory i don't see him doing enough to get a victory therefore tennessee is my pick and i'm going to say tennessee wins by the score 31 14 Next, we have the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz, who was supposed to be the starting quarterback for the Colts, he's also on a new team. Apparently, he's out for a few weeks due to a foot injury. So it's going to be a long few weeks before he comes back. He's looking to come back early. I doubt it. But, you know, they're facing Seattle. Seattle has been a very good team for the last few years. Russell Wilson. I mean the fact that this dude has been in the league a decade now is just astonishing to me, it's mind blowing to me. He's still one of the, he's, he is still one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL bar none. You know, whether you're a Seahawks fan or not, you can't deny the fact that Russell Wilson puts up numbers and he puts up he plays like an MVP caliber quarterback should. And I think he'll do the same thing in this game as well. Um, being it's the first game, you know, he'll make some mistakes. I see Seattle winning 35-20. Even with Carson Wentz out, I don't see Seattle getting a victory. I mean, I'm Indianapolis. I'm sorry. I don't see Indianapolis getting a victory whatsoever. Because looking at that, I mean, who else does uh, Indianapolis have at the quarterback position? Besides, isn't it in, uh, is And he's still on the team. If I'm mistaken, he's on the team. I think he's a starter. But nonetheless, Indianapolis ain't winning. Seattle wins 35-20. Next, we have the Washington Reds. I can't believe I said that old name. The Washington football team. I, You know, it's been a year, and I'm still trying to refrain from saying that old name. The Washington football team, they will take on the Los Angeles Chargers. I think the Chargers can make this a competitive game. I really do. You know, the Chargers are the Chargers. They are what they are. The Washington football team, you know what? Being that they're in the worst division in the NFL, I think they can make that division very interesting. Here's why I say that. The Washington football team is going to have a loaded defense. I I feel like they're going to be maybe top 10, top 15 defense this year. They're definitely not going to be the best I mean, I could be wrong, but that's just my opinion. I don't think they're going to be the best defense per se, but I think think they can have a top 10, top 15 defense. They're definitely going to be a team to be reckoned with in the NFC East. Oh, I'm sorry, the NFC East. That being said, I think they'll win a close one. I'm going to say 26-21, the Washington football team wins. Next we have Sam Darnold, the newly acquired Sam Darnold for the Carolina Panthers taking on the New York Jets led by rookie quarterback Zach Wilson um clearly um I guess you can say he's going to be looking to get revenge on his old team I don't know that's just how I'm looking at it because clearly Sam Darnold and the Jets didn't work out and clearly every time you saw him he just looked like He just looked like he didn't want to be there. But now with Carolina, with a new system, with a new uh, coach, I think Sam Darnold can do well. You know, he's not going to put up Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady type type numbers per se, but I think he'll do well on his new team. And I think he'll lead his team to victory. Therefore, I see Carolina winning big first game of the year against the Jets. I mean, it's the New York Jets. You saw how awful they were. I'm going to say Carolina wins 37 to 9. That is my final score because he, I mean, he's just going to roll all over the Jets by himself alone. So Carolina is my pick to win. The Houston Texans will take on Trevor Lawrence, rookie Trevor Lawrence, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, my mind wanted to pick the Jaguars for this one, but my heart said the Houston Texans. Now, the Texans did make the announcement that Tyrod Taylor will be the starting quarterback. Deshaun Watson, you know, he's going through those legal cases right now. He is on the roster, but he has still made it clear he don't want to play for them no more. So he is not the starter. He will be on the 53-man roster. Sooner or later, they will trade him. I don't know to who, but they will trade him. So again, Tyrod Taylor is the starting quarterback. And in my opinion, I would keep him as the starter for the remainder of the season depending on how well he plays. I think he can get Jacksonville... I'm not Jacksonville. I think he can get Houston their first win of the season. They're another team who I don't see doing much this year, but being that they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'll make the exception to this. That being said, I'm going to take... um, I'm going to take Houston. I think the Houston Texans... I think their offense will do well. I think they'll put up some decent numbers. I think the offense line. I hope they protect Tyrod Taylor. That being said, I'm going to take Houston over Jacksonville 28-17. Next, we have another matchup on our hands, a big potential um, playoff matchup on our hands. I mean, that, that's crazy of me to say, even though this is the first game of the year. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs taking on Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. Now, OBJ is coming back. You know, a lot of players got hurt last year. OBJ was one of them. Um, He's looking to uh, have a strong performance. So is Baker Mayfield. So is Patrick Mahomes for Kansas City. Both teams are definitely uh, championship contender worthy especially Kansas City being that they were in the Super Bowl this past season. Um this is going to be a really tough game. Now, I was I was I was playing toss up with my I know that sounded weird. I was playing toss up in my head. That sounds better. On who I thought would win this game. Do I want Kansas City to win or do I want Cleveland to win? Cleveland is definitely going to be a good team this year. Kansas City, we already know how good they are. They got arguably the best quarterback in the game right now in Patrick Mahomes, and he still got years ahead of him. So does Baker Mayfield for Cleveland. But I made my choice, and I'm going to pick Kansas City in a close one. I think Kansas City will win by eight in a high-scoring game. I picked Kansas City to win 34-26 to over Cleveland. Now, Cleveland, they definitely should not, if, and it's a big if, again, these are just my predictions, but if they lose this game, they should have nothing to be ashamed about because they still got 16 more games to go, they're playing 17 games this year, Cleveland is going to make the playoffs, Kansas City is going to make the playoffs, so there's no doubt about that these two teams, again, are championship contender worthy, but Kansas City, in my opinion, will win this game 34-26. Next, we have New England taking on Miami. The New England Patriots will take on the Miami Dolphins. Now, we all know the news that New England cut Cam Newton. And as I've stated before, Bill Belichick, you never know what Bill Belichick can do. That being said, I think Bill Belichick, and I have said it ever since the news broke last week about Cam getting cut, I think Bill Belichick is trying to make Matt Jones into the next Tom Brady. I think he wants him to be his next Tom Brady. Now, the original Tom Brady ain't there no more. I just talked about them and the Bucks; They're playing Thursday. But that being said, I mean, Matt Jones, for the year that he started at Alabama, he's a decent quarterback. You know, some people don't think he'll have a decent career. I think he can have at least – I think he can ha- I think he can have an okay career, about 10 to 12 years. But again, in my personal opinion, I think Matt Jones is being groomed by Bill Belichick to be the next Tom Brady. Now, when I say that, I'm not trying to compare him to Tom Brady because Tom Brady's been in the game 20 years. Matt Jones is a rookie. That would be far-fetched for me to do that. But what I'm saying is Bill Belichick is trying to mold... Matt Jones in his image to be the next Tom Brady being that he doesn't have TB12 anymore. As far as the Miami Dolphins are concerned, Tua Tonga-Vailoa is going to his second year as Dolphins quarterback. I think he will struggle. I think uh the Dolphins will have some struggles this year. I think The Patriots will have some struggles this year. But as far as the Dolphins are concerned, I mean, it's a lot being talked about them. It's a lot being said about them. So it's going to be very interesting to see how Tua does, how the Dolphins do as a whole, because I think they can make some noise in the AFC East. I think they can make some noise, and I think they can possibly get to the playoffs. I believe, like many other people do, the New England Patriots are going to the playoffs. Because last season was the first time in a long time that they did not make the playoffs and make the Super Bowl. So I really think the the Patriots, with Matt Jones as the leader, because clearly Jared Stidham ain't going to be the next time, Brady. He ain't starting. He's going into, what, year three? Brian Hurt Brian Hort, last I saw, he's in his mid-30s. He damn sure ain't finna start. So this is Matt Jones' team. All eyes are on Matt Jones. He's the fifth... He was the 15th pick overall in this year's draft. So, you know, it's like the old saying, the old cliche saying, put up or shut up. But I think this game will be, I think this game will be pretty good. But I think this will go in New England's favor. I'm going to say the New England Patriots win 28-14 over Tua and the Miami Dolphins. Next, we have the Green Bay Packers taking on the New Orleans Saints. This game was moved to Jacksonville due to the damage that Hurricane Ida made in New Orleans, part of the Superdome was damaged. Thankfully, it wasn't torn, torn down or whatever. you know, I, I didn't want to say that, but thankfully we still have the, the, the Superdome. Part of the building was damaged. so they had to move the game to Jacksonville. Um, that being said, I think this will be a competitive game. I think this will be a decent game. Um, uh, Golly, Jameis Winston. I almost called him somebody else. Jameis Winston was named the starter for New Orleans. He's looking to have a bounce-back career. Um, He's learned in the last couple years under Drew Brees, who's no longer there. The Saints are entering the post-Drew Brees era, being he announced his retirement early this year. Aaron Rodgers... A lot of people picked them to win the Super Bowl. A lot of picked them. Pick a lot of people picked them as the favorites to win it all. Aaron Rodgers. We all saw what he was going through with Green Bay. Uh, you might as well call this the last dance because I don't see him staying much longer, if you will. Uh, I did see where Mel Kiper picked them to win the Super Bowl over Cleveland. I thought that was a little laughable, but I digress. Um, All that being said, I think this will be a competitive game. Now, when I was making my predictions, I wanted to say um, like Green Bay by 17, Green Bay by three touchdowns. But I think this will be a close competitive game. I think Jameis will do well. I hope Jameis does well. You know, again, he's looking to have a bounce back career as the sole leader of a football team. Because it's been a couple years since he's actually been the starting quarterback. Because we all remember the the season where he threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. Not a good look. So, again, he's looking to uh, revive himself. But I think Green Bay will win. I'm going to say Green Bay wins by eight. I think Jameis can actually keep this close if he plays well and the offensive line protects him the way they need to. Uh, I think Green Bay will win 29-21. That is my final. The Denver Broncos, they will travel to take on the New York Giants, led by Daniel Jones. Oh boy, Daniel Jones, Daniel, Daniel Jones. You know, Sanquan Barkley, you know, he's the only person that has eyes on him as far as the Giants are concerned. Because like I mentioned earlier, a lot of players got hurt last year. Juan Barkley was one of them. The Denver Broncos, led by Von Miller and the rest of that crew, they're looking to uh, basically take control. They're looking to make a statement the first game of the year, and I think they will do that in a major way. I think they will put pressure on Daniel Jones. They'll probably stop Saquon Barkley from gaining some yardage. He'll probably get a few yards, but not much. I think that defense will definitely play strong for the Denver Broncos. That being said, I got Denver winning in a big way, 42-13 over the Giants. And in and on Sunday night football, we have the Chicago Bears taking on the Los Angeles Rams, led by the newly acquired Matt Stafford. As I mentioned, he was traded for Jared Goff. Matt Stafford is now playing on a team that can actually contend for a Super Bowl. He spent his whole career in Detroit where they just played from mediocre to terrible. They probably made the playoffs, what, once or twice, and they lost every time? So Matt Stafford, he has a new, um, what's that I'm trying to say? He has a new lease on life. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. But uh, I think that L.A., I think the Rams can, uh, I think they can give Chicago a run for their money. The Bears, you can't never tell about them. You know, you got Justin Fields, you got Drew Locke. You know, I think uh, Drew Locke is, I think Andy Dalton's on the team, too. I think Andy Dalton's the starting quarterback. Hell, I don't know. It's the Chicago Bears, so I don't know. That being said, I'm going to take Matt Stafford. I think he'll throw for three touchdowns. I think um, the Rams will win 34-21. And on Monday Night Football, you got, uh, you got the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, John Gruden, he's definitely doing his best to uh mold that team in his image. The last couple of years it hasn't worked. Lamar Jackson and the rest of that crew at in Baltimore, they are on another level. They are another team who is uh, Super Bowl contender ready. Um, I definitely think he'll put up some numbers rushing wise, passing wise. Uh, he'll probably throw for like two touchdowns or something like that. I got the Baltimore Ravens winning 30-13 to over the Raiders. There's no way that the Raiders will beat the Baltimore Ravens. Not that I'm saying they can't or they won't pull the upset, but Baltimore should be favored to win this game. And that, my friends, is my prediction. Those are my predictions for week one of the NFL season. I can't wait. I will be watching uh, Dallas and Tampa Bay on Thursday night. I will be keeping up with these games, if you will. I will definitely be watching uh, the Monday Night Football game. So it's a lot going down between Thursday and Monday. So I am I'm here for all of this, and I hope you all are here for this as well. So with that being said, I've, I've definitely said that a lot. I think I might as well change this podcast. So that being said. <laughs> because i've definitely said that throughout this whole uh ordeal but anyway i hope you all have a great night a safe night have a blessed night and my name is Rodimus prime and i will see you guys next time